Emma, how are you? I'm great. How are you all? We are fabulous as well, and we want to know what is going on. I know the project was originally called the Shoto Greenway, but that's kind of been changed. Yeah, I want to give a little background. So this idea actually originated for this project back in the 90s before Great Rivers Greenway even existed. And then it was called the Shoto Greenway, and it was the idea of connecting Forest Park to the Gateway Arch National Park. And, you know, what could what could a greenway look like? So these are paved paths for walking, running, riding a bike. And, you know, what could that look like as a sort of thoroughfare for the city? And so when we got, um, we, we were created by the voters in, back in the year 2000. And then about 2017, um, momentum for this for this project and this idea kind of came came to the forefront. And so lots of different partners came together to create an international design competition, kind of like we did for the arch um, transformation and of the grounds and, and around and the museum and everything. And so it's been really exciting to see this, you know, over years and years come to life. And now it's a, a different vision. It's it's expanded. It's not only Forest Park to the Gateway Arch National Park, but also Fairground Park to Tower Grove Park and lots of destinations in between. So it's a pretty large city project. It is a huge project. How much of it has kind of like moved forward and we can actually get on and ride? The tiniest little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is a very small portion that's alive in the world between Boyle and Sarah, right in that Cortex Innovation District. So we were part of, we went in for the federal Tiger Grant with the Cortex Partners and by state as they created the new Metrolink station there. And so we have a little bit of the greenway there, and then there are many other segments that we're now working through planning and design with the community. Well, Emma, I know that there are a lot of people going, this idea came about in the 90s, and we still only have this little bitty thing. But in order to kind of make this path, you've got to really cut through certain places. And this isn't about a path that's going to share the road with cars. I mean, this has really got to be mapped out perfectly. Yes, and it takes a lot of input from a lot of different people. So, for example, just for that you know, competition that we did, we wanted to get a lot of new ideas in, and we, we had multiple different private and public partners come together to fund the competition. And so to give you an example of, of what that was like in, in 2017, 2018, 2019, the, the basic steps, um, you know, we created a community advisory committee from uh, folks that live in the neighborhoods that this might go through. They helped to determine the goals and the purpose of the project. We had an open public survey as well that we had over 2,000 responses to, again, back in 2017. Um, we created a technical working group to help support all of the, the teams that would be working on it. So, you know, you're coordinating with local utilities, municipalities, nonprofits, businesses, you know, the railroad. I mean, just pick, <laughs> pick yeah. anything that you think might be going on in that area. Um, and so as we as we put out, you know, to the whole world who would like to work on this project, lots of different teams submitted their qualifications. We had a, a jury of local and national experts that chose four teams, and then those four teams proposed concept plans for the idea of the Greenway. And, and those were, you know, put in exhibits all over town and online to be able to get those public reactions and hear from the community, you know, what would people like to see, how, what, what kinds of uh, thinking, you know, is really exciting to, to be able to transform all of these areas and connect them all together. Um, so it's it's been a long time in the process because we wanted to also make sure that we were doing it really, truly listening to people to drive that vision. So there's the technical aspects, but there's also you know, what are the things that we should think about as we, besides just the path itself? Sure. We're talking to Emma Clues with Great Rivers Greenway. What is kind of the next step? When we'll be able to see a path that's a little bit longer? 
Yeah, so we're coordinating with a lot of the other projects that are happening right now. So, for example, the St. Louis City SC team is building that soccer stadium in downtown West. We're coordinating with, um, you know, the Foundry, City Foundry Project and the Armory District. Some of the some of the segments that we're working on are in design right now, and so some of them, you know, can go into construction as soon as this fall. And then some of them might need a year or two of, again, more community engagement, more coordination with lots of other projects. So several different segments are in process, but it, it often takes a couple of years before anything can be truly, you know, open from construction because there's just lots of different things to work through. Sure. So as we kind of go through this and you say community involvement, is it one of those things that you want people to say, oh, we need a, a water you know, fountain here, or what if we add, you know, a restaurant here, or what is the actual thing you're looking for from the community? Great question. We have lots of different ways that we work with the community. Some of that is, you know, a, like I said, a community advisory committee or a working group. Sometimes it's maybe an open public open house um, or a survey out to, to the general region. And sometimes we're looking for very specific feedback about where people want to connect so some of it is the alignment itself. You know, where should this go? What are the different places that you want to be able to reach? That might be the main alignment, but it also might be, hey, this is a great street to, to go alongside, um, but could we create a little spur that goes one block over to connect to this major, whatever it is, school, workplace, church, you know, institution, whatever it might be. And then there's also questions about, like you said, water fountains and, you know, amenities and things like that. Some of it also might be around the stories of those places, both the past and the present. Uh, what are what are the histories from that area? What's the culture like? What can we celebrate through public art or walking tours or interpretive signs? So we really like to talk to people about a broad variety of topics to be able to not only design the past, but then also what are the programs and events that are going to activate that space? What are the different things we can be doing maybe with partners to make sure that there's other you know, like you said, if people do want restaurants or other things, we're not I, we're not experts in making a new restaurant. But how could we work with all of the other partners in the region to be a catalyst for some of that other development? It is a big project, but it is a very exciting project. Yeah, and, and Emma, is it supposed to be for exercise? Is it supposed to be for uh, pedestrian uh, getting from place to place? Is it? All of the above? Is it supposed to be an economic kind of uh, let's put it on the, the path of, of markets and storefronts? Absolutely. Everything you said and then even further than that, you know, what are the environmental benefits that we can bring along the way? Are there habitats that we can restore as we're going through? Um, are there, you know, different kinds of sustainable practices we can use in the design itself? But, yes, everything you said, a way to get be healthy, be active, use them for transportation, have them be a catalyst for economic development and a way to get around to visit different local businesses or institutions, um, and also just a way to connect to the to the city and the places that you're visiting, again, through interpretive signage or artwork or programs. Um, it's a way to connect to each other in different neighborhoods, explore. I mean, the list goes on and on. <laughs> right. It's live life outside. Yeah, I, I can I can get down with that. Kristen here is one of the biggest users of the Greenways here in this studio. So we'll have her send you a couple notes on what uh, she would like to have. Um, she's already writing them down. So mm-hmm. watch your email. <laughs> but, uh, it you know, I had joked earlier, Heidi went uh, on the River Road over the weekend with her parents, and it was pretty hilly in certain parts. <laughs> uh, I by no means, you know... I, 
have any sort of uh, disabilities. I'm just lazy. Are we trying to make this kind of as accessible to everyone as possible? I'm talking flatness. Absolutely. Yeah, our goal would be full ADA Accessible Americans with Disabilities Act. So we want everyone to be able to use this, whether they are, again, walking, running, riding a bike, pushing a stroller, rolling a wheelchair, no matter how you get around or explore, we want people to be able to use it. So in the city, in the areas where we're, where we're working, there aren't tons and tons of hills, but there might be some elevation if we have, you know, maybe a bridge, like we're looking at the abandoned trestle that goes over Vandeventer Avenue, for example. So there might be some times where there are elevations, but doing that at a grade that everyone can traverse. Well, it is always so much fun chatting with you. Emmy, Emma Clues, Vice President of Communications and Outreach with Great Rivers Greenway. I cannot wait to chat again and find out where we stand and even more exciting. I can't wait to get out there and use it once it's all finished. Thanks so much for the update. Thank you.